You're with Julian on the Brown Notes and a quick rant about MasterChef. Honestly, on mainstream TV in Australia, we've got Channel 7, Channel 9 and Channel 10. In the last decade, the only show I've watched in any of them ever is MasterChef. MasterChef Australia has been a balm for many of us. And then it went through this incredible car crash where its three decade-long hosts, Gary Megan, George Columbaros and Matt Preston, became embroiled in controversy and they ditched them. And they came back with Andy Allen, Melissa Long and Jock Zonfrio as three new hosts. It should have been a disaster. It was an unbelievable triumph. Very clever. Unlike most Australian uh, TV executives, they decided to bring all of the old contestants back to ease a new host in. It was a masterstroke because it gave you all of these old people that you've seen on the show for years and that worked really, really well. Everyone loved the new hosts. Andy Allen did a bit too much of a, how good is that, being his only go-to line. Fearless serenity, uh, which I said would be a problem before he started. Lovable guy, but he's, um, he needs a little bit more articulate language on the show. Melissa became everyone's go-to babe. Gorgeous, gorgeous girl, although her voice is probably the least mellifluous element to her. And Jock was an effortless leader. And it was a great series, but um, and they nearly ruined the whole thing by doing Junior MasterChef. I mean, I was so angry when they came back with that. Did they not learn the last time? And the viewing figures were terrible. Everyone in the media acted like it was a success, but the viewing figures were awful. No one wants to watch your kid cook apart from you if you're the parents or friends of the parents or family. That's it. That's your viewing figures. No one wants to see your kid cook. Not in the evening. Do it in the daytime when we go and have to watch it. But the thing that really spoiled MasterChef last year, and it seems to be continuing for me, in the last three weeks, the overwhelming number of dessert cooks suddenly popped up and were ruling the roost. Every single time they could cook dessert, they cooked dessert. In the last three weeks, one week there was eight contestants that got a free cook, and seven of them did dessert. And the following week there was seven contestants left, and six of them did dessert. And the chick that won did dessert all the way through to the final every single chance she got and never got pulled up on it no one ever gets pulled up cook pasta three times in a row you get pulled up by the entire country even though i'd much rather watch someone cook pasta for the entire series cooked exactly the same dessert three times in a row no one even moans it's, and it really got to me because it was just dessert dessert, dessert, dessert all the way through to the end maybe with like one or two non-dessert dishes so i was really worried this season by a couple of things one that it would be too emotive and schmaltzy and holistic and the three hosts would really home in on this thing melissa's got this big sort of empathy going on and i'm i really miss them just standing behind the benches cooking and being in a competition and being paid out on when they've screwed up instead of this entire thing it's like with music now it's all about their story it's all about their story and where they came from ethnically and so on so i was worried about that hasn't proven to be that case i think they've done well there and they've been critical of the contestants which i was kind of worried that they would just go through and say everything's good again but they weren't they've been great and um they've um they haven't overdone the schmaltz and they haven't done the crying moments so far it's all been um, very nice well well done but the dessert cooking's continued I hate dessert. It's not food. It's sweeties. It's for children. 
It's for Instagram, and that's what I'm wondering. Is it done because it's um, an, a, part, a marketing thing to look good on Instagram? In our lives, we eat dessert like 5% of the time. So why is it 50% of the dishes on MasterChef now? Are they just attracting more and more dessert chefs? Are dessert chefs more prone to wanting to go on MasterChef? And why do they keep setting challenges, which are desserts? I, I would be so offended if I went through so much to get on MasterChef and I went home on a dessert challenge. It would be like not even cooking for me. I don't care about it. And that it should be the minority. You don't go into a restaurant and 50% of the menu is dessert. Who eats dessert? I don't. Every time I've been to a restaurant, say it's 200 times in the last five years, people have probably ordered dessert less than 5% of the time. People order a starter and a main. Very few times do people order a dessert. I'd have a cheese board, if anything. And this food is everywhere. It keeps it really grates on me that this perfect-looking dessert is held up the same as food, actual food that people eat. So I really hope that that dials back. But so far, the contestants and the tasks they're being set have been seemingly 50% desserts, and that is crushing me. So anyway, great work on the show series so far. Everything's looking good. So far, Tommy's my favourite, and I thought they picked on him last night. I thought his team let him down. They forced him to make a dessert when he said he wasn't any good at it in a test that was specifically called Play to Your Strengths. They forced him to do something that wasn't his strength, and then the two guys stood on the balcony bickering about him and making snide remarks. And he walked around being holistic and geeing everyone up. No one did it to him once. Anyway, that's my little rant on MasterChef.